0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Visual Wow, the podcast for people passionate about live events. We're obsessed with creating and capturing those wow moments. This is the place the top pros come to share their secrets. Now, here's your host, Jack Hartzman. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. I'm Jack Hartsman, your host. And today, we've got Zach Dalen, Zach Dalen Photography, St. Louis, Missouri on the line. Zach, how are you, my friend? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thanks for taking the time and uh, and joining the show. Absolutely. So, uh, so, Zach, just a quick disclaimer or uh, cards on the table. We go back about five years together. Uh, we met each other at uh, Song Leader Boot Camp at the J in St. Louis uh, through our mutual friend, Rick Rekt. And uh, I met you as a video guy trying to do photography and video for his amazing SLBC Song Leader Boot Camp. Annual convention, and you were the you were the amazing professional drowning in photography and video services simultaneously. And my son David and I came in to try to lend a helping hand. Uh, what do you remember back of those early days, and, and when you
1: when you met the Hartsman team coming into uh, SLBC? Sure, absolutely. So I remember back four or five years ago, um, like you said, you know, I was running photo and video for this uh conference of a couple hundred uh people a couple hundred musicians leaders educators um and I was trying to do all the photography and the video for the whole conference just me myself and I it was one person and you know I was drowning it, it was so difficult to to get it all done by myself and you know it was a labor of love I loved doing it but I knew that it wasn't sustainable doing it just one person solo. So I talked to uh, Rick, who is in charge of the program. And I said, hey, we need to bring some people to help out. And, and ultimately, he was like, you know, I know these guys in D.C., Jack and David. Uh, let's see if we could bring them on. So I think he called you up and said, hey, we need some help. We need to add more people to our team. And uh, the rest is history. We've been working together ever since. Well,
0: I, I, uh, I, I got it from the other side. I got the SOS from Rick saying, hey, listen, uh, our conference has grown to, uh, to more than uh, our regular video guy can handle. Uh, what do you guys think about coming out and, and joining the family? And, uh, and by the time we finally came around to, uh, to figuring out how uh, we could get to St. Louis, I got booked for a job on the weekend and ended up having to send David by himself and I was so, so, so sad that I couldn't be there uh, on Saturday and Sunday that I flew in Monday morning just for one day just to see what the whole experience is about. And I, I think that was one of the best decisions I ever made because it was something about that spontaneity, just jumping in there and seeing what the, all the action was about. And I just have the fondest memories and, and look forward to, uh, to President's Day weekend every year. Uh, it is
1: absolutely one of my uh, one of my treasured events that we do annually. It is. It definitely is. And I remember that day when you showed up on that Monday. I don't remember if you had told me about it or if you had surprised me, too. I know you surprised your son, David. Uh, and that was, you know, so amazing seeing, you know, the shock on his face when you when you just showed up out of the blue. But, you know, I remember that day and that was, you know, the start of something uh, really special, you know, it really changed the dynamic of what we were able to provide for that conference and you know i knew i couldn't do it solo and and this is just uh it's really been a game changer
0: well the part that i remember is not monday but it's tuesday sitting at, at, at breakfast or brunch i don't know something around 11 o'clock i think it's an early lunch on tuesday or maybe it was a late breakfast I just remember you and Rick coming over to me simultaneously as I was uh, looking through David's pictures on a laptop. And and one of you guys said to me, uh, I think it was Rick who said, uh, you know, we used to do a slideshow at the end of the conference uh, with the pictures that we took all weekend. And I said, yeah, I'm really good at doing things like that. Uh, It's really cool. Maybe we can think about that for next year. And then Rick said, well, could we do one for this year? And I said, well, doesn't the conference end in about three hours? And he said, yeah, that's like three hours away. And, uh, and that was where we, we whipped out as fast as we possibly could and we actually pulled off a show for in, in that
1: three hour window. I remember that, yeah. That was pretty incredible to, to be able to turn something that quickly. It was uh, pretty remarkable. So let's uh, let's skip off of, uh, we'll come back to
0: SLBC, because that's kind of where everything seems to lean back to with you and me. Let's talk about you and your, uh, and your photography business. You're an accomplished guy. I met you coming out of the television world. My memory is that you were a, a TV cameraman for uh, whatever the local CBS affiliate is in St. Louis. Uh, I know that you have been published umpteen times in uh, Shutterfly Magazine, and you're a big guy at uh, at Shutterfest with awards from Shutterfest. I know Sal over at Evolve, uh, he talks about you all the time. I know you've been published in uh, iHeartRadio. G- give me a little background. W- 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 t- tell everybody about a little bit of your accolades without breaking your
1: hand, patting yourself on the back. Sure, sure. So, uh, like you said, I did get my start uh, after college working in the TV business. So, graduated college from Bradley University, uh, studied some interactive media. So, it was photo, video, graphic, web. Um, came back to St. Louis and knew I wanted to do something in that world. So, I figured, you know, what better way to kind of get myself into that industry, then throw myself into the TV business. So I started with uh, CBS in St. Louis, uh, started out as a part-time graphic designer. They learned that I knew how to use a camera. So that turned into me being a photographer, still a photographer for them, and then they're like oh wait we know you could be a still photographer now we want you to also do some video works and then i started you know doing a lot of video work for cbs as well so you know one thing spun to the next to the next and on the side i was also growing my own photography business so i knew that tv wasn't going to be a long-term thing for me it was a stepping stone uh and it was it was a great stepping stone it provided me incredible learning opportunities and you know i I would proudly say that I learned what I know about Photoshop and Illustrator and the different softwares. I learned that on the job. I didn't learn that in college. Um, so TV was great for me, but I knew it was just a stepping stone. So I was growing my photography business on the side. Uh, I was doing weddings. I was doing events. I was doing bar bat mitzvahs. I was starting to learn how to, you know, do portraiture and shoot headshots and, and corporate portraits. Um, so I was growing that side business on the side from the TV thing, which was my full-time job. Um, and then fast forward a couple of years from there, my own business started to really grow and I knew it was time to uh, take that full-time. So I took the leap, left the TV business and uh, took my company full-time and the rest is history. It's been a great couple of years.
0: Well, I, I remember when I met you and you were the TV guy, I saw this incredible talent in you as a photographer and uh, you're just a little bit older than my son. And clearly I've mentored him all these years. And he has just blossomed into an amazing photographer. And and I saw some tremendous talents in you uh, working on SLBC. And uh, I remember, uh, you know, tossing out an invitation to you to come out and study with David and I, and threw you into the, into the DC scene uh, in the special events world. And uh, you know, absolutely thrilled to death that you were able to come out and help us. And that seems to pre-COVID, that was like uh, something we've been getting used to two or three times a year, working together on the East Coast, not just what we did with SLBC.
1: Exactly, exactly. And I, I loved coming to DC and, and learning from you all and working from you all. You know, I learned very early on that, you know, you should surround yourself with with good people, with talented people, uh, you know, and people that are ultimately better than you, because that's what drives you to be better and drives you to improve your own craft. And, you know, coming out to DC and learning, you know, obviously from you, but also seeing the scale of Washington talent and seeing how large scale of an operation it is. It's not just, you know, a small photography studio, you know, that you run out of your home office, you know, Washington talent is a large agency. It's, you know, an agency that does photo, video, DJs, bands, um, you know, it's a full on entertainment agency and seeing a company of that scale and seeing how the madness actually works was, you know, really eye opening to me as someone coming from, you know, just a very small business running out of my home and to see a business of that scale. It's, uh, it's pretty inspiring.
0: Well, I appreciate the shameless plug. And if you keep saying all those nice things about Washington talent, I'm going to have to get Robert to sponsor the show the next Mm -hmm. time. But I appreciate your kind words. We do work hard at the agency and and it is a big operation. But that kind of parlays to where we're going now. And and we're in a very changed world. And I kind of wanted to explore the difference between uh, what you're going through as an individual photographer, the kind of jobs that you've been doing, what kind of side projects you've been doing. How have you adapted and pivoted uh, through these
1: last several months, what have you been up to? What kind of jobs are you doing? Sure. That's a great question. So like every other small business owner, you know, when COVID hit, it was freak out mode, you know, what do I do? Everything is canceling and how do I survive at that point? So, you know, the first, I would say month or so of COVID and, you know, when we all really were unsure of what this thing was, how long it was going to last. And we still don't really know that. Um, But that that first month or so, I was kind of in freak out mode a little bit. I was like, okay, well, I got to pivot here. I got to change gears and, you know, I have to figure out how to survive. You know, I've worked this hard to build what I've built so far. You know, I don't want to just, you know, throw in the towel now and quit. You know, that would be, you know, crazy to just you know, give up. So I said to myself, you know, what can I do to start pivoting? Um, you know, all the weddings for this year, um, they've been rescheduling and, and canceling and moving to next year. My barba mitzvah is the same. And as a wedding and event photographer, that's a significant portion of my work that I do every year. So for all that to just suddenly clear calendar for this year and all that moved to next year, That gave me a lot of opportunity for this year to figure out hey what can i do uh to keep things moving what can i do to innovate what can i do to pivot um so i've started to do a few things one you know we live in a a really awesome time right now that technology is so readily available at our fingertips and you know i've been doing a lot of video editing for a lot of different clients so you know these clients can go buy a cheap camera, or honestly, they could just use their iPhone and get some incredible results out of that. So I've been doing a lot of video editing where clients will send me videos that they record. I'll, uh, you know, clean them up, put it together, create a final final finished piece. Um, and that's been a really great thing that has occupied a lot of my time the last few months is just doing remote editing for clients. You know, we don't need to be together. We can You know, I can edit remotely. I can edit and we could be on a Zoom call and they can be walking me through the edit, you know, as a producer. So it's really unique that we have this technology that I could do all this remote editing. So doing a lot of video production, a lot of video editing has been a big part of, you know, what I've been up to the last few months. Um, Another thing that I've recently started doing, and and this is going to pick up as the year goes, is uh, event live streaming. So I found that, you know, in the days of COVID where you can only have 10 people in some cases, 50 people in other cases, but you can't have your full, event attendance at an event, at a wedding, at a bar bat mitzvah, uh, at a corporate meeting, whatever it might be. You have to have a small group. So what a lot of people are wanting to do is a virtual event or a virtual meeting. So I now have the tools and the technology to uh, do live streaming of events. So I could live stream with my professional DSLRs, put them into the computer and stream it to uh, Vimeo or Zoom or whatever live streaming you know, of your choice. Uh, and it's a great way to get a high quality video out of uh, something that friends and family, of course, want to be able to see and and keep up with, but, you know, remotely from wherever they live. So live streaming events is definitely going to be a, a key player for me as well for, for the fall. So that's something I'm also very excited about.
0: Well, for our for our geeky listeners, uh, we're about to go, we're about to go nosedive into Canon cameras right now because I think Canon cameras is, uh, is uh, something that brought you and David and I even closer because we're we are completely fanatics for all the Canon equipment and between all the little toys that you have and all the little toys that we have. I remember that first time we came to SLBC and put everything out on the kitchen table. Oh my goodness. I'm, I'm going to try to get one of those pictures and add it to the show notes. So, uh, or, or to the visual Oil website, so people can see
1: just how much uh, gear that we own together. Mm-hmm. It was pretty incredible to, to lay all the gear out on the table and really see, you know, the tremendous amount of equipment we have. I mean, obviously a majority of it was yours because you're running, you know, such a big operation, but it was uh, really, really cool to see that, that incredible amount of gear. Well, I just remember that
0: we posted on Instagram last year. I remember that Canon USA uh, liked our, liked our post on Instagram. And that was my first time that, that Canon liked one of my images uh, on Instagram, but moving right yep. along, let's talk about Canon equipment. Let's talk about what's going on. Cause uh, you and I have uh, not always seen eye to eye on that. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean it in a, uh, I mean, in a really good way, because like David, um, one of the things that I enjoy about my career right now is that uh, I, I, I absolutely I feel I'm still at the top of my game. But I have the ability to work with young guys like you and David. Uh, and I think it keeps me young. And I think that it, it allows me to to teach or mentor uh, the the you know, 20, 30 somethings with all the knowledge that I've got and 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 help you guys to not have to step on the landmines and in the potholes that I've done over over my career. And Zach, one of the things I love about you is that y- you don't just own the cameras, but you really beat them up and you really learn how to use them. And to that, uh, you jumped into the uh, EOSR before anybody that I knew. And uh, during COVID, it looks like you dumped one of your EOSRs and you got the new R5. Did. Let's uh, let's nosedive
1: into a little technology. Tell me about the R5. Absolutely. So the R5, it's an incredible camera. You know, I love the R when I first got the R. You know, I'm I'm an early adopter with technology. You know, I do it with Apple products with my phone, my iPads, my computers. But I also do it with my camera gear. You know, I'm just always about the newest and the latest tech. And I got the R two years ago and. It by no means was a perfect camera. It had a lot of issues, but I loved it. I loved the technology in it. I loved, you know, the future of what a mirrorless camera can do that a DSLR simply can't do. Um, And it really, you know, got me excited about photography in a really new way. Um, Fast forward two years, it sounds like Canon really learned a lot of their mistakes from their first mirrorless camera, the, the R and now they have two new cameras. They have the R five and the R six. Uh, the R five seems to be more of a replacement for a five D camera and the R six seems to be more of like a six D equivalent. Um, I recently just, uh, got rid of one of my R's. I had two of them and, uh, sold one R and bought the R five as an upgrade. Uh, incredible camera so far i've had it for a couple of weeks now i've uh shot two weddings with it i've shot um a couple of corporate video jobs with it so i've seen it from the video and the photo perspective and you know it, it's really incredible what you get out of this this piece of piece of technology i mean it's it's really technology at this point it's it's a computer inside of a camera body so you know a lot i know we'll get into a lot of the details on what it can do but just from a high level. Um, my favorite feature of the camera has got to be the uh, the eye and face tracking. So, you know, in the standard DSLR world, you know, to focus a, a photo on a person, you would move around your focus points with your joystick and you'd put a point over the person's face and take the picture. Well, now in these new computers or these new cameras, rather, They're basically computers, so it knows what a face is, it knows what an eyeball is, and it takes all the guessing work out of it. So you point the camera, it finds the face, it finds the eyeball, and you just get incredible photos from it. So I would say Canon's eye tracking and face tracking, it's uh, second to none. It really is incredible technology, and it makes you know, being a photographer, not only easier, but it, it takes a lot of the guesswork out of it. You know, you could focus on creating a good composition, not, you know, is my photo sharp because you know, the photo is going to be sharp every single time. That's a bold statement.
0: And I'm sure Canon USA is going to be happy to hear you say that. I have mm-hmm. heard nothing but the same. Uh, I was watching, uh, I was watching Jared uh, uh podcast the other day, and then I actually went to his video cast where he was saying exactly the same thing. He took some. Uh, God, I kind of love that photo news, photo news fix. Yeah. Um, I mm-hmm. uh, I saw his. He, he photographed some kids uh, uh, doing football and was watching the eye tracking and it looks spectacular. And uh, I will shamelessly tell you that I have already thought about uh, uh, doing a little bit of upgrading myself and dumping one of my five D fours or, or maybe upgrading one of our photographers, five D threes and picking up the R five for myself. Cause you sort of got me excited about the whole thing. Yeah. It, it
1: really is incredible technology. I mean, uh, I think Canon finally has uh, has said, Hey, we're, we're here for the long run and um, you know, we want, we want to succeed in in the mirrorless space you know there's been a lot of great cameras coming out from sony and from nikon uh from panasonic uh but canon really never had a a very serious camera in the mirrorless space and now i think they came out with these two new cameras the r5 and the r6 which share a majority of their specs um and they said hey we're we're a serious player in this game now and we think that you know mirrorless cameras are our future and this is what you want to be looking at so you know it's been a great system um i've started also updating my lens lineup slowly to the rf lenses which are the lenses created specifically for this camera and also you know the the lenses the glass with this camera it's it's incredible what what canon has been able to do in taking you know a 70 to 200 for example which is, you know, a staple in every pro photographer's bag. They've taken that lens and, you know, they've cut out about, you know, eight, 10 inches off of it and also lightened it by a whole pound. So, you know, the the level of technology and innovation that Canon has right now with this this new RF system, it's pretty remarkable.
0: All right. You're killing me because my income is in the shitter because of COVID and I don't have the money to go do all that stuff right now. And you know how many lenses I own and I can't go out and spend all that money right now. But I will live my life vicariously through you and you'll keep telling me about all that stuff. You know that Monica uses the EOS R and so we've got a couple of them. We've got the 2470 and the, I think the 3518 and the and the 7200 and I certainly have had fun playing with it but I'm really happy that it's working out for you and again, uh, this is again where that that generational thing between photographers, I really count on you for your knowledge and your expertise and trying out the new tech and uh, I'm, I'm not too proud to say I, I respect the hell out of your knowledge base. And and when when it's right, you tell me it's right. And when it's wrong, vice versa. So, hey, I'm all about it. I'm really excited for you. I just want to kind of give you a little personal shout out while we've been talking. I've been searching the web about you and just looking at some of your accomplishments and I searched your name just a moment ago, and it's really funny. The two things that showed up first, first of all, is a is a story about Forbes naming St. Louis the best place to visit in 2020. And looky there, Zach Dalen's the 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 cameraman that shot the the uh, aerial shot of St. Louis. And then I go one more click, and it's the Baba Jewish Arts and Cultural Festival rescheduled for 2021. And there you are in the back of the bandstand, uh, shooting a group at the J from from last season. And uh, I'm really, I'm really impressed with you, my friend. I, I see some of Thank the incredible you. work that you you do at Shutterfest. No, credit where credits due. I, you know, we have missed each other in in Las Vegas a couple of times where, you know, we got to have lunch together and then you were taking off and doing one of Sal's uh, uh, offshoot conventions. What do you call those? Uh, the photo shoots at at, at, mm-hmm. at Shutterfest or or WPPI and. God, the stuff that you come up with, it's really, really impressive. And for those that are listening, I hope you get a chance to take a look at ZachDalen.com, D-A-L-I-N-Z-A-C-H, by the way, for the Zach part, Uh, ZachDalen.com. This is a super talented young photographer, and I probably should stop saying young because he's not a kid anymore, and he's a very accomplished professional. Um, tell me about Shutterfest. Tell me about how Sal's influenced you. Tell me about what sure. those photo assignments are like when you're going to Vegas and you're going to the desert and, and doing some of that stuff.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's that's a great question. So, you know, for anyone who doesn't know about uh, Shutterfest, it's it's a really unique photo conference. So it's a, a conference held in St. Louis every year. Uh, unfortunately, this year due to COVID, uh, it had to be canceled, but, you know, hopefully we'll be back next year. But, um, you know, one day I will was uh watching on creative live which is a, a great online learning environment for creative professionals and i was watching a photography boot camp by this guy named sal Sankata. never heard of the guy didn't know anything about him and all of a sudden i see a picture of a uh, bride and groom with the arch and i was like okay this is interesting maybe he had a wedding in st louis um and then he keeps talking about St. Louis over and over and over again on, uh, on this creative live talk on this, uh, this webinar. And i was say, okay, maybe this guy is actually in St. Louis. I look him up and it says uh, wedding photographer based in O'Fallon, Illinois In O'Fallon, Illinois. It's uh, a suburb of St. Louis. It's about 15 minutes from St. Louis. Um, I reached out to him. I said, Hey, you know, Saw you on Creative Live, you know, we'll love to get coffee sometime. And he said, Look, we got this uh, conference that I run uh every April. It's called Shutterfest. It's in St. Louis, downtown at Union Station Hotel. He's like, buy a ticket, be there, and uh let's catch up then. We'd love to talk. Um, and I did it, and Shutterfest has really been one of those staple pieces for me every year. It's um <clears throat> I think they they call the uh the tagline is uh shoot, learn, party, I think is what they call it. And it's so true because during the day it's hands-on photo shooting. They have over 250 professional models. Um, They call it the rent a human program. So you literally grab a model, go learn, go, you know, experiment and go try what you just learned in a workshop, go grab a model and go try to do it hands-on. So it's super unique that you get to go learn from top performing professionals in the industry and then you could literally go grab a model and go try what you just learned so the hands-on approach is is really what drew me into shutterfest um but throughout the year, there's also some other shutter opportunities that are are really unique. So they do uh, a conference every year called Project Obscura, which isn't a part of Shutter technically, but it's very similar to shutter Fest. And they also do Project Lunacy as well. So those are much smaller conferences. But the cool part about those is they're hands-on shooting conferences in other parts of the country. So a lot of times they're in Las Vegas, or you know, in the desert in, you know, Arizona, or uh, I think they've done it a couple times in, you know, in Houston or in Dallas. So, you know, it's all over the country and those are much more smaller environment type of, uh, you know, workshops, but you really get to take some models out in the desert. We just get some truly unique images that, you know, I could be so proud to add to my portfolio. So, you know, Shutterfest and all these other opportunities, these hands-on shooting opportunities. It's really been uh, an incredible part of my uh, journey as a professional photographer. And it's really allowed me to differentiate my portfolio and truly stand out and just have some really eye-opener images because of uh, the unique locations and because of the unique experiences that I've been able to capture. So a lot of great opportunities out there for photographers.
0: You 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 just gave uh, Sal about the most shameless plug you could probably ever do for him ever, and I'll just add to that before he and I were talking on on email just uh, day before yesterday, and we're going to try to get him on the show sometime in the next month. But, um, you know, I just want to say that you were the one who turned me on to Evolve, uh, EvolveEdits.com. And that's one of the products that Sal has developed outside of his photography business. They, they offer one of the, the best turnkey environments I know to help photographers through color correction and, and editing and culling through their their images. And uh, it's really been a dramatic change in our business. And uh, I wanted to thank you for for turning me on to that. And uh, again, I'm, I'm sure we'll get Sal on here in a few weeks and we'll get him to plug himself like that. But hey, I uh, I just wanted to say again, without being redundant, I, I'm really proud of you. I think that you have have uh, stepped up to the plate with technology and you continue to push the envelope on on furthering your skills as a photographer. And um, But let's go back to video for a second because yep. I got a call spontaneously the other day uh, happy to say while I was in the middle of a photo shoot uh, from Rick, and he was looking for some help in, in chroma key conversation, because that's kind of one of my Um tell me about this project that you and Rick are working on uh,
1: shooting for the uh, the Jewish High Holidays on green screen. What's that all about? Sure, sure. That's a great question. So, you know, like I mentioned a little while ago, you know, it's all about pivoting and innovating right now and trying new things. And in the Jewish community, you know, a lot of uh, people in that world are kind of thinking, oh, we got the holidays uh, coming up in September, which are some of the biggest kind of, um, religious things of the year and you know what are we going to do with you know it being COVID and we can't gather together Um, so Rick Rack the Jewish musician and um, he came up with this really innovative idea that hey we're going to get him a rabbi and a children's educator all together and we're going to film some videos Um, they're all filming themselves and you know either on DSLRs, mirrorless cameras, or on iPhones, uh, filming themselves in front of a green screen, and leading parts of the uh, service, leading parts of the the high holiday services, and then what I've been able to do from an editing standpoint is I've been able to, um, you know, put these three people in kind of the same environment together because it's on green screen and I can add an environment and put them in a location. I've been able to create this whole kind of unique service of the three of them leading a service together, but they're all three across the country from one another. So it's been a really unique project to work on. And, and, uh, it's really, uh, challenged my skill set a little bit but in a great way uh to really figure out hey we got to do something innovative here how can we get these three musicians leaders educators together uh, and really create a a really unique experience for the high holidays And, and you know i think we've done a tremendous job so far and you know i'm looking forward to completing the project over the next few weeks but it's it's been a really innovative way to uh make things work is that your puppy i hear in the background and that is, I think she's waking up from a little nap. All right. So
0: listen, Zach, we're going to wrap up here. I just wanted to really thank you for finding the time to come on with us. As you know, Monica and I started the Visual Owl podcast to, uh, to try to uh, put a little bit of optimism back into the COVID world of the live event industry and uh, and between your work with Rick and the stuff that you're doing on your own, uh, you, you continue to vote motivate me. It's, it's always a pleasure to see the new stuff that you're posting um, I, I think what you're doing, both parlaying back and forth between photo and video and editing is inspiring to everybody. Uh, it, keep, in, keep, uh, keep me informed on your progress with the R4 or excuse me, the R5, the R4 that never quite made it to fruition, the R5. And I'm yeah. sure we'll be getting an R6 in the future. Uh, I count on you for all that stuff. Uh, tell me any, any closing thoughts as we, as we, uh, move on from our interview here.
1: Absolutely. Well, you know, thank you so much for having me on. It's been, you know, really great catching up and, and talking about about, you know, the things that, uh, you know, we're we're both involved in these days, trying to navigate through this uncertain world that we're in and and keep our businesses alive and strong. So I think, uh, you know, it's great to hear what you're doing. It's great to, uh, you know, hear this from your perspective as well. And, you know, hopefully all of us small business owners can, you know, make it through, see to the other side. And hopefully by next year, we can all be in a, be in a better spot, uh, getting back to what we love doing.
0: Yeah, that that is absolutely your mouth to God's ears. And I just want to say again, Zach Dalen Photography, St. Louis, Missouri. He has a camera. He will travel. Uh, if it's a really cool job, he sometimes asks me to come along with him. Uh, I just wanted to say, if you're looking for a headshot, bar about mitzvah photography, wedding photography, a corporate job. Anything in or about the Midwest, or if you just want to go see the arch and have a really cool picture of yourself taken at the St. Louis Arch, this is the guy to have it done. He he takes every object I know and every subject matter I know to that arch and shoot some stuff that is just breathtaking again i highly recommend you t- check him out on facebook or check out Zachdalen.com. zach thanks a lot it's been great chatting with you go take the puppy for a walk um regards to mom and dad and uh, i hope to talk to you really soon we'll have you back on the show oh, as soon as as soon, as soon as you get the next camera we'll get you back on the show
1: oh. <laughs> sounds great great talking
0: with you Thanks for listening to Visual Wow. If you like what you heard, like us on Facebook, Twitter, and tell your friends. Go to visualwow.com for more info. If you didn't like what you heard, just keep it to yourself. Know a pro we should be talking to on the show? Drop us a line. Talk with you next time on Visual Wow.